What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's the Idea of Manhood podcast. It's your boy, Five Mics. Husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings and all of that. Um, tuned in once again. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is season two, episode seven. Sam team. Sam. Is it Sam? Is it 17 or 16 or 18? Could be either. Um, but I'll make sure I have it marked right. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, man, I, I yo, I, I, I'm 10 seconds from saying that I want to move the podcast to every other week. Um, you know, because here's the thing, right? So for the people that are new to the podcast, for the people that, you know, might not be avid listeners, they might pick up here and there. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't say that I've, I'm losing my desire to do the podcast. I can't say that at all. Because many times throughout the week, I'm like, yo, I got to I gotta put that on the podcast. Oh, I want to have this conversation, but I want to. Um, so it's not that. Um, I, I'm going to be very honest. I am uh, very authentic in this moment. I, I'm having some doubts, ladies and gentlemen, about um, about my motives, about like what. Why am I doing this? What is this? What is this all for? And it's not like I don't want everybody. Like, oh, I listen. I, I, I'm not looking for like people to validate me in that sense. Um, but what I am questioning myself is, and I'm doing this out loud in real life, in in real time right now, is like what what do I hope to gain from this? You know, is is what I'm gaining enough? Should I say because I'm I'm gaining a lot already. And I, and I really do feel that there's more to gain. I really feel like there's um, that there's a voice that I have been able to garner as a result of this experience. I don't even know if that's the right term, a voice I'm able to garner. I don't know what that even means. Um, but there's there's like an angle that I have that I really genuinely feel is unique. And the way that I do this podcast and my approach to it, I feel is very unique. Um, but like, I don't know, like what, you know, what is this about? Is this about like me getting my voice out there? Is it about like, is this just for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's really the thought that I've been having. So I put so much pressure on myself towards, you know, at the beginning and all throughout. You know, to be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta record every week. You know, I gotta maintain that consistency. And if I don't do that, then, you know, that's whack or, you know, that's not appropriate or whatever. But then it's like, that would be me doing it for y'all. And then, like, what's the, you know, that's not authentic. That's not reality based on the fact that I work full time, that we have two children, you know, I have a wife, you know, and, you know, I have, uh, you know, I coach my son's, you know, I help coach my son's soccer team and, you know, two kids in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? All the stuff that goes, I, I work out every freaking day, everything that goes along with that. You know, I have somewhat of a minor, very minuscule social life. Um, so recording once a week, it's like, it's a lot. But 
it's not like if I were to, you know, force myself to record every week, I'd always have something to say. It's not like I'm running out of my content or the content is dry. It's just that it's a lot of like the time, you know, the timing is what is really tough. You know what I'm saying? And I'd rather if I prioritize in terms of the little free time that I do have, I work out every single day for at least 30 minutes. And I'd rather not limit my workout time to do the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it had me thinking this week, like, you know, I have a schedule. I want to post by Thursday at 7 a.m. You know, is that realistic? Is it, do I need to go to every other Thursday? Do I just need to drop when I drop and not even worry about it? Um, does it matter? Is anybody listening? Do they really care? You know what I'm saying? Um, so all those things. And then, and then thinking back on that, I was listening to another podcast and, you know, it's a group of young, younger creatives, younger than me, because, you know, I am 40 now, right? Let me make sure you all know that. Um, you know, so listening to younger creatives, the, the new generation, these millennials, and how they create is so inspiring to me. And, I, and, and I'm telling you straight up that I, they, they motivate me in that light in terms of, you know, seeing something they really want and going out to get it and finding the means to do it. And then also having the space to make mistakes, you know what I'm saying? And, and not being afraid to do that. Um, but I was listening to a podcast and they were saying that, you know, there was a, it was a young man who was talking about podcasting. He was writing a book or something like that, something creative where he was expressing himself. And, um, you know, he was kind of writing in his journal like, yo, should I, you know, should I do this? Am I doing this about my, is, it, is this about my ego? And ultimately... He came to the decision that, you know, yes, it is about my ego. Like that, that's what that's what you write a book for. That's what you create an album for. That's what you, you know, write poetry for. That's what you do a podcast for. It's so that you, because you feel that you have something that other people should hear and that other people would be would receive some type of enjoyment out of, right? And so um doing this podcast that's that's really what it is it, it's about you because you're listening and you're taking the time but really it's about me it's my ego this this podcast is dipped and drenched in my ego because i think i have something that's worthwhile to share right but what happens when you start questioning that you know so now it's like what what really is the the reason that you're doing this? What's the what's the real reason I'm doing this every week? Because if I think that I have something that you all need to hear, if I start doubting that, then what happens then? Does that impact your creativity? If you just sit in that like, yo, yeah, this is about me and my ego and you're going to listen because I'm dope and what I got, my content is is legit and my content is real and and I'm not, you know, I'm not gimmicky. I'm not trying to put on any airs. I'm just trying to, you know, if you sit into that ego and just let that run, like, what does that mean? You know, I don't know. So these are the things that I've been thinking about, right? And so, um you know, I always go through these, I always go through these times where, you know, I'm, there's like max creativity and I feel like I'm in one of those spaces and, you know, create creatively 
where I have a lot to say. There's a lot of topics. There's a lot of thoughts that are just clicking to me right now. And I feel as if creatively, like, I'm making, the, the, like, my brain is working on a higher level, I think. I don't know. I think my brain is just, like, making, like, connecting a lot of dots that um, I'm seeing a lot of the connection in different things. Um, and I'm better able to discuss them and talk it through and kind of see, you know, just, I don't, it's, it's really hard to explain. When you're a creative, when you create for a living, when you create as a passion, you know what I mean. You know that those times when you go down to write and you're a writer, you're, you write poetry or you write rhymes or whatever it is, and you just go down and you have nothing. And then there's other times where you go and it's like, you might not be able to put a whole song together, but there's something about like, there's rhyme patterns that you're creating in your head. You're like, ooh, boy, you're in that space. You're in that zone. I feel like I'm in that, you know, creatively. And really this podcast is the only outlet that I have creatively right now. And I don't know if that's a good thing and I don't know if that's a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, many of you know, like I used to write, I used to, you know, poetry, I used to perform, I used to go out, I used to host a lot of shows and, you know, do a lot of things in that in that line. And I don't really have the opportunity to do that. So the podcast, like the podcast really covers, uh, encompasses so many of those creative outlets for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it kind of gives me the energy and the vibe of like hosting the show, but then I can come on here and hear my voice and I can, you know, the thinking process and how I make connections and different things. So it's like a lot of that into one, you know, the only thing that I don't get with this podcast is the reciprocation of the audience. I mean, let's be real. Like if you're creative, like there has to be a part of you that like that's the fuel, right? You know, the fuel is who's listening. How do they tell you that they're listening? How do they respond to what you're giving them? And essentially with the podcast, it's just kind of like I'm talking and, you know, I, I am assuming people are listening. You know, I see certain numbers in my stats, but like, you know, in terms of that, you know, the snaps when you drop that line or, you know, the applause or the laughter, like there's none of that here. It's just assumed, you know what I'm saying? Um, so for all I know, what I could be doing is whack as hell, you know, and, and no one just has, you know, my friends aren't aren't the one telling me and, you know, the people that are listening like, yo, this is whack. Um, but anyhow, you know, it's just that it's just that's just a little bit of self-doubt, to be very honest. Um so speaking of self-doubt, right? So I, I didn't know what angle I was going on going with this episode today, but I, I think I see where it's going. Um, there's a situation at work, and I know that a lot of us go through this, you know, especially those of us that are, I'm not, I, I don't put myself like, oh, I'm getting up there in age because I don't feel, I don't feel old. I don't feel like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what 40 is supposed to feel like. You know, I know what, how other people project their 40, but their 40 isn't mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't feel like how my colleagues and some of my peers feel that are in their 40s. I don't look like how they look. I don't dress like how they dress. I don't talk like how they talk. And, you know, I'm starting to get to the point now where that's cool. Like, I don't, I that doesn't, 
affect me. I feel like I have more freedom at 40 to be whoever and whatever in whatever space I want to be than when I was 35 and 36. Because at 35 and 36 is like, you know, you're in that you're in that space. A lot of things might be new. You know, your job, there's all these pressures and all the structure and, you know, you feel the need to kind of fit within those formats. But there's just a certain freedom about 40 where it's like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was looking at some of my colleagues, some of my peers, you know, just people that I know that are around my age. And I'm saying around my age, anywhere from 35 to 50. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't put myself in that social group anymore, that 18 to 35, because there's just so much that's, you know, that I, that's just, I'm not there much anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I look at my peers in that other, uh, in that, in my current age group, and sometimes I feel so young, but not in a good way. Like I feel, I feel, I feel like they feel I'm immature. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm projecting what I think they're projecting. I don't know. There's a lot of cross projection going on, right? I think that they're looking at me a certain way and that makes me feel a certain way. And so... You know, in my 30s, in my, you know, middle 30s, getting into closer to 40, I'm like, oh, no, I have to, you know, I have to dress a certain way at work. I have to, you know, wear a shirt and tie every day. I got to tuck my shirt in. I got to wear these kind of hard bottom shoes. I have to, you know, wear a blazer. And so there was this period of time in my, you know, during that age range, 30s, you know, early to mid 30s where I like I went out and bought all these suits and I was buying like French cuff shirts and I was like, oh, I got to look a certain way if I want to be in this um, in these kind of positions or with this kind of people or, you know, look a certain people always say dress for your next job. And I fell into that. It was a D.C. thing makes you feel like everything is so formal and like you have to be so like have so much structure. And um you know, approaching 39, 38, 39, 40, going into next year, like, I just have no desire to fit into that format, to fit into that structure. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that leads to an early grave. I don't know if I'm being dramatic, but um, I feel like the older you make yourself out to be, the older you will feel, the older your body will tell you you are. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, your body's going to win. Biology's going to win anyway. You know, the gravity is going to win at some point. But, you know, like I said, I work out every day. I run twice a week. You know, I pretty much eat what I want to drink. I drink, I, I, I eat what I want to eat, drink what I want to drink. But, you know, I'm still very involved in what happened with Remy and Nikki. Like, I, that, that means a lot to me. I'm still, you know, very... Uh, interested in, in, in what's going on with the younger hip-hop and, and what they're listening to and what the kids in D.C. are listening to and the dances that the kids in New York are doing and just some of the slang, like, whatever it is, like, it's not like I'm rushing, like, oh I gotta be young. It's just, that's what's natural for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna... Uh, I don't wanna go and start playing golf and, you know get a motorcycle and 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 start mowing my lawn with the hat on like i don't want to do those things but there's so much pressure you know you always hear a lot about women talking about the pressures of society and you know they're those are widely 
discussed and very and, and very uh, everyone's aware of those things, many of those things. Uh, but with men, I think it's very similar. Maybe not as much pressure, but there's definitely um, uh, there's definitely a routine that men tend to get into. You know, there's there's definitely you know. A lot of guys now are starting to smoke cigars and, you know, they're going to go golf and, you know, they they play tennis. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they, it's just certain things that I see a lot of my friends doing that I just, you know, I, I definitely want to hear, like, you know, the new Migos track. I don't know. I don't, it's not my thing, but I want to hear it because I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a very strong connection to that new energy not young energy new energy and that's where i think a lot of men get stuck but i've talked about getting stuck before but where i think a lot of this intersects and might not be the best in terms of the outcomes for me is at work at work so I don't even know. I, don't, I, I it might be too deep into the episode to start a new concept, but um, I might have to come back with an. I don't know. I'm just gonna put it like this. At work, uh, man. So I've been in this business that I'm in for. I, I, I'm in higher education, college access. I, I've worked in pretty much every area of education when it comes to getting to and through and graduating from college. So the K through 12 system, the higher ed system, the nonprofit sector that works with organizations that works with schools. I've been in it all. Right. Um, and so I have, a, I have a very unique set of skills, you know, like taking, like I have a very unique set of skills. Um, I'm one of the only people that, you know, in terms of the, where I'm at now at work, that have worked at a university, that have worked in schools, that have worked in organizations, all the areas that we cover from my current job. Long story short, I have been overlooked for certain opportunities, not necessarily promotions, but just certain opportunities um, I'm overlooked, right? And so uh, that's kind of been a... Uh, and it's kind of been a trend for me in my professional career. Um, and if we're being very honest, like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe with some deeper thought, I can come up with a few reasons as to why that is. Um, but when it comes to, you know, promotions or new experiences or leadership roles, for whatever reason, I am overlooked when it comes to those things and it wasn't until recently that I started thinking like do people think I'm young do people think I'm too young for the positions that I'm a do I uh do I project too young right and I don't I had to really think I don't know I think some I think that could be it. Second question is do I care? Do I care that people perceive me to be 30 instead of 40? What does that mean for my career? What does that mean for my leadership potential? 
you know, a lot of the work that I do involves young people. As I've gotten older, I've kind of moved further and further away from working directly with young people, but I still have a lot of interaction with young people and their parents and schools and so on and so forth. And so I'm wondering, like, do people think because, you know, on, 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 on casual Fridays, I wear LeBrons or I might throw on some J's, you know, I might wear some, I might wear some, uh, some joggers. I might throw on a Yeezy sweatshirt, you know, I might wear a chance hat, you know, with the three on it. You know, I might put on a jean jacket and have, you know, some nice fresh little buttons on it. I might, you know what I'm saying? Like my style is definitely a lot younger than projects to be a lot younger. It might make me look a certain way, but then at the same time, I'm like, shouldn't really matter because I don't act young at work. I don't, you know, uh, but then I got to think about that too. And this is just me being honest with myself, right? And it's not that I act young, but I don't, I just, I, I know for a fact based on my cohort and my colleagues and my friends and peers, I don't necessarily talk like all of them. I don't change up, you know, I don't have a work voice and a home voice and a coach voice like who I am is who I am all the time. And a lot of times that doesn't necessarily, it might not necessarily connect with leadership. Because I've always said, since I was a kid, since I was a kid in grad school, I always said, I am not changing who I am for any position. I just never, you know, I never agreed with that. I feel like that's how people die early because they're trying to, oh, I got to do this. I got to fit this. I got to. So I just, when it comes to how I speak with folks, it's always worked for me. Now, here's the thing that's great. I can't even, it's too much. It's too much to process because I worked at the, I worked at a few universities in the state of Maryland. I worked at a private university in D.C., uh, at the university in D.C., I had a very high-profile position uh, at a very conservative or, uh, university. Um, and I had direct access to the president of the university, who was a priest. So it's like, it's a, it's like you know what I'm saying? When I worked on campus, I had dreads. I had forearm tattoos before they were even a thing. You know what I'm saying? I had two earrings, you know... Uh, I had big, like, personality glasses. So it's like, you know, I've been standing out in that way. But I still had opportunities there. My current position within the government, within D.C. government, it just hasn't been that opportunity to advance the way I think it should be based on my experiences and based on uh, just what I have to offer. There's no one in my current division or... Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me let me not get braggadocio on y'all and say ain't nobody got the skills I got, B. Um, but in all seriousness, I, these are just things I'm thinking about, right? So these, I don't know if this is the 40 range. I don't know if at the end of all of this talk, I just be like, yo, so what? It doesn't, like, this is, this is what it is. If I'm meant to be a program manager for the rest of my life 
As long as my checks get bigger, then I don't care what you call me. I don't care who reports to me. I could take that road and that route, but coming back to ego, my ego tells me that I could do better than all these other losers that are leaders in my organization. That's what my ego tells me. My ego tells me that my ego tells me that I'm a leader and I have a certain leadership style that's going to do amazing things wherever I go. My, my, my experience and my ego tells me that. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I know a lot of men are going through this. I know a lot of, uh, you know, young, young men, older men, seasoned men go through this period of it's like you, you, you're redefining or you're, you might be defining for the first time and plotting kind of like the the coasting and the sun setting of your career. I'm, I, I feel I'm definitely not coasting yet. I'm still definitely on the uphill in, in my eyes. I'm still learning. I'm still fresh. I'm still like, I still feel spry on my feet. I still feel agile. I still feel very, very mobile. Um, but, but the truth of the matter is, you know, there's, new graduates coming out of grad school every year there's new college graduates coming into the workforce every year and they're dope and they're smart and they're credentialed and they're fearless and you know in my eyes i am too i you know i have i don't know it's, this this is fascinating to me even as i'm talking about it it's fascinating but um that i, I I'm just going to leave it right there. I know that, that this episode is kind of all over the place, and that's fine. The theme of this episode is, you know, what are we, like, what are we doing all, like, what, what are we, I, what are we, every episode that I've done could be called What Are We Doing? You know what I'm saying? Because we have to question. We have to question everything. How does your age or your perceived age impact your performance at work or how people think you perform or how people perceive your performance. You know what I'm saying? What does it all mean? I don't know. This got a little too philosophical. This got esoteric on him. I don't even know what that means either. But uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, you know, as always, uh, continue to support, spread the word, share the, share the, the podcast, rate, review, comment, all of that. Um, Peace is the idea of manhood season two episode something. I don't even know. Peace.